Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Wednesday, June 17th. I'm trying to get this recording in before the baby wakes up because she's not feeling well. I'm hoping everything's fine, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy times for me. But, um, anyway, um, I had, uh, multiple conversations with different people yesterday, and, um, I had shared something on my Instagram page in regards to behavioral health, and, um, shared some information and I, I kind of went on a little little rant if you will um but uh I I came up with this analogy yesterday uh while doing some reflecting and um I thought it was a perfect analogy for this uh for this endeavor that we're all on you know this this mission I should say that uh, we're all on and um so the title for this was going to be camera bag And we're not going to talk crazy long. You know, I try to keep, if you know me, if you've listened to any one of my episodes, you know I try to keep under 30 minutes. And that's, I feel like that's a comfortable amount of time for you guys to have a conversation with me, to listen and to do some reflecting while you're listening to me. And, you know, it's just enough time for you guys to, I think it's it's a perfect amount of time. So if you guys want some more, more time and more conversations and more depth than uh, we can do that in the future. But for now, I'm going to keep this under 30 minutes. Camera bag is the title um, for this one. Why? Because me as a photographer, um, I have a lot of shit that I carry in my camera bag. Right? And why? Well, if you're touring like if you're just going to a certain place for the first time you don't know what to expect and the same goes for um situations in life that involve you getting angry or or just all kinds of different emotions you know you're just going to unfamiliar territory so you need to know what to carry with you you know so the baseline could be anything You know, these are the factors, right? And then you climb up a little bit. And depending on what you have in your quote-unquote camera bag, you know, you can help yourself deal with whatever baseline comes to you, right? So for me, as a photographer, I have six different lenses, I have gimbals, I have tripods, bipods, I have a GoPro just in case with an extra wide zoom effect, um, all these different things like extra batteries, you never know how long uh, something's going to take, right, so all these are analogies and they make perfect sense if you think about them that way, like I'm not going to use, I'm not going to go to a certain place, an unfamiliar place, and bring just a telephoto lens, you know, with a, with a 400 zoom, to try and take a picture of a butterfly that is on a, uh, a beautiful flower that, you know, it would look so amazing if I had a macro lens, you know, that can capture that close-up picture. Can you capture it with a telephoto lens? You probably could. You probably could, but it's probably not going to come out the way you want it to, you know? And that's that's the bigger piece of this whole thing that I'm trying to 
I'm trying to explain to you is that, yeah, you could probably get away with dealing with certain things a certain way. But if you have a plethora of tools and different avenues to approach things with, you're, you're going to be better off. And um, for me, it's, it's something that I was able to chan- channel in my, <laughs> in my 30s finally. Because I never saw it this way, you know? I never realized that this whole uh, behavioral health world of understanding is just insanely large. It's it's a huge scale of of things that like you would you would never comprehend if you never had a conversation about it, if you never learned about it, you never read anything about it or whatever, and you're just living your life. But um, I was fortunate enough to uh, understand that you know I used to have issues. You know, and I finally said to myself, after losing so many people in my life through, you know, from suicide and all this stuff, I said to myself, I have to, there's got to be a way. I have to figure something out. And I've explored, like I said previously in different episodes, I've explored with all kinds of medication and stuff like that. And it wasn't until I found God that, you know, uh, Jesus took the wheel pretty much. You know, and I and I promised myself that I would find a, a better way um, without the use of um, any kind of pills, any kind of medication. And um, one of the things that I realized that helped me out the most was my poetic abilities. You know, I find... Um, Situations that I constantly find myself in, and I turn it into a, a poetic form. I analyze it, and then I write it down, and then I dissect it, and then I come up with these analogies, like the camera bag, because it it dawns on me quick. I'm like, man, you know, things would be so much better if I reacted this way instead of that way after the fact. And that's okay, too, because everything's a learning curve when it comes to behavioral health, right? You know, we have to adapt and overcome. And the overcome is really monumental. It's really important that we, find, that we actually get there eventually, you know? But learning how to adapt, that's why you have a camera bag full of all kinds of different lenses, equipment, tools, or whatever, because the truth is, you never know what you're going into until you're already in it. And then you're left with what you have, what you brought. What did you bring to this trip? Do you not have a charging bank to recharge your batteries? Did you run out of juice by the time you got to that culminating event? Do you have the right lens to see things? Do you have the ability to change out your lens? You know, just like when you're recording and you want a good stabilized video shot of something, would you rather hold it after having seven cups of coffee or would you rather have a gimbal 
that has a shock resistant thing, mechanism or whatever you want to call it. You know, it makes sense now that we're sitting here and we're talking about it, right? And uh, and that's what I'm that's the message I'm trying to send to you guys. You know, it's uh we have that we have to establish that camera bag. And um, and it could be it could be anything else. Like, it doesn't have to be a camera bag. I only speak of the camera bag thing because I'm a photographer. So, it, you know, it uh, it moves me. It's it's I'm very passionate about that. But you can literally use any other thing. Like, let's let's say you're a gym rat. Your gym bag has everything you need. If you're a legitimate gym rat, and that's not a bad term, by the way. I take pride in being a gym rat. <laughs> But if you look inside my gym bag, I have wraps, boxing gloves, jump rope, belts, multiple chains, head harnesses, and like all this. I have a shitload of crap in my in my gym bag to the point where I look ridiculous because my bag is super heavy. But the reason why I pack so much is because I never know what I'm going to find because in a busy gym, if you're in a, let's say, a Gold's gym, then you know the importance of finding equipment that's open. Like the squat rack, never fucking open when you want it to be open, right? But um, but I have my straps just in case, you know? Uh, and um, and that's, the, that's the message here. What are you going to gear yourself up with to be able to combat or deal with whatever life has to throw at you because life is always going to throw shit at you and that's that's inevitable right that's always going to be the case because look around you this world is this world's a fucked up place there's no other way to put it so have the right gear for whatever you know don't focus in on one thing and say, hey, I need to prepare myself for this. No, man. You need to be able to to adapt to anything. You have to be a gecko. Or uh, what do you call those? Uh, not a gecko. A chameleon. You got to be able to blend in with your surroundings. Um, yeah, so you have those three levels. You have the baseline which is whatever the world has to throw at you. Then you have your camera bag or your gym bag lined, right? Now you have tools. And then you have the final uh, level, which is the raging bull level, really. It's the same. It's that culminating event to either destruction or figuring it out so you can go back down a couple levels, right? So the... The third and the final level, which isn't the final level, I shouldn't say that, but the third level, which is the highest level of you know, issues or whatever the case is and how you deal with it, that's the test, you know? So baseline, something happens. Next line, you have your tools, your equipment. And that last line is the event. This is the test where you take all your tools and everything that you've brought to this fight and you figure out how to dis, you know, disarm the bomb or defuse it or uh, divert yourself away from whatever it is that you're about to deal with. And, um, 
And that's, <laughs> that's the biggest, biggest level, the most meaningful because, okay, you did, you did, you've moved mountains already by just gearing yourself up, by giving you, providing yourself with equipment, right? Now, what are you going to do with it? You know, that's the ultimate test is okay. Yeah, I finally got myself all this shit. Boom, something happens. It could be anything. I'm not even going to give you a scenario, but it could be literally anything. Whatever triggers you, right? What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Excuse me. Um, I'll give you an example. Um, I just had a family vacation, right? I guess it was a mini family vacation. I went to Lake George with my uh, with my siblings and... Um, and their significant others, and it was just a big thing. Uh, the second night, uh, my brother and my sister decided to drink, and uh, I I was drinking, <laughs> I was day drinking because I'm on vacation. I'm like, I, I'm not gonna wait till tonight, you know, it's five o'clock somewhere, you know. And I wasn't excessively drinking. I was just, I was having a good time. Um, I was not abusing alcohol by any means, right? Then it got late. And then uh, I was being peer pressured to uh, to drink more, and I was like, no, because I feel good right now. And it was like 8:30. It was it was pretty early, but for me, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm getting to that age, you know, with kids and all. That like 8:30, I'm like, all right, it's time for bed. I don't care where I'm at. And uh, but the peer pressure was there. They were trying to get me to drink, continue drinking. Hey, take a shot, take a shot, take a shot. And I was like, that was the baseline for me. You know, it was it was the it was the thing, the situation that was building up. Right. So what did I have on me? Right. I had my my uh, my thoughts, my 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 thinking, my everything that I talk about here. Don't think that I just I say it and I'm, I'm not about that. You know, I don't. What do you call? I don't uh, implement it in my own life because I do trust me. I have a notes section in my cell phone where I keep X amount of notes based off of what I'm dealing with every day, you know, and uh, the thought process is always up there, <laughs> and and so the culminating event, right, so uh, they ended up getting mad at me, you know, and typically I'm a hothead, so when somebody gets mad at me, I get mad back, and like, you know, I'm raging bull starts building up, right, but I didn't let it happen. I told them, hey, you know, I'm not, I don't feel like drinking. I'm, I feel good. I'm done for the day. My wife, excuse me, she looks at me. She gives me a fucking high five. You know, she's like, oh, I'm so proud of you, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm kind of proud of myself, actually. You know, because uh, I feel good. I feel really good. So, um. And then my daughter, my amazing daughter, comes in, and she makes me feel good because all the little kids are out there. I mean, we, we were out there for a kid's birthday party, my, uh, my niece's birthday party, so a bunch of kids came. And uh, my daughter was running around with everybody at, like, 8 o'clock, you know, 8.30, whatever the case was. And, and uh, once she saw me uh, winding down, she was like, all right, guys, I'll see you, I'll see you guys tomorrow. They're like, where are you going? She's like, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done, too. So <laughs> it was such an amazing feeling because... I finally, um, I kind of passed that vibe to my daughter, you know, that, that 
it's kind of like an adult way of thinking. You know, it's a, a mature way of thinking. It's like, hey, I could be out here and howl with the owls all night if I wanted to. You know, the option's there, but I decided to be a bigger person and walk away. So when my daughter did that, it was just like the ultimate, like, uh, I don't even know what to, how to describe it. It just felt so good to be able to say, hey, that's my daughter making grown-up decisions. I'm not hanging out with you guys here. You know, all these adults are getting belligerent now, you know. So she, she did that, and that was, that was a proud moment, you know. Um, I, I, I laid down, and then uh, later that night, a big fight happens. They're making noise. They're cursing at people all, all over the place. I mean, it was just like, and thank God my daughters were sleeping because they didn't, they didn't have to deal with the, the sounds and the, the, the horrible language being used and all this other stuff. So I got angry because my wife is sitting up and she's never been in any kind of situation like this in her own life, in her own childhood. Like me, you know, family arguing, fighting, fist fighting, punching each other, you know, until they're fucking purple in the face. That's all normal to me because I've, I've, <laughs> I was, I was brought up like that, you know, unfortunately, but you know, I'm used to seeing that shit, you know, so hearing it and dealing with it, I was just like, ah, you know, I'm sleeping like a baby. But at the same time, when I looked at my, my wife and her reaction was like, she's like in a horror movie, you know, she looks scared. So that, seeing that got me fucking angry to the point where I shot up off my bed and I was about to go out there and fucking punch everybody in the fucking face. But I decided, I took that second and this is where I'm, I'm at the, the top of the fucking the chart that I was just describing to you guys. That's the Raging Bull chart. I'm at the top where it's like, okay, I can either go full destruction mode, fuck shit up, walk away, and then it just stay there, or I can defuse this bomb by avoiding it and dealing with it the next day, go to sleep, have a, have a good sleep, and then it be over with. So yeah, you guessed it. I decided to defuse that bomb inside my head. I said, you know what? It's not worth it. It's not worth it for me to go out there and, and, and cause a bigger scene because that's what I was gonna do. I was gonna cause an even bigger scene. I decided to put my big boy pants on and lay in bed and I, I, uh, I tried to comfort my wife and let her know that this is, unfortunately, this is normal behavior in my family, and this is, you know, this will all blow over soon, you know, they're gonna freaking, they're gonna fight, they're gonna cry, and then they'll hug it out, and then all of a sudden everybody loves each other again, that's just how it is, it's a fucked up cycle, <laughs> you know, so, um, so that's what happened, and, uh, that was my big success story for this weekend, it was just that, you know, that happened, and the opportunity was there, and I used my tools that I, that I created for myself, you know, and uh, my meal plan, if you will, and, um, and that was enough to defuse the bomb and walk away, so the message for, for you guys in this episode is to pack yourselves a really good camera bag every single day, a really good gym bag, or whatever it is that you do. 
just just pack your bags with everything that you may, you may need or you may not need. But either way, just pack it full. Because, like I said, this world is a crazy place and you truly never know what's going to happen to you or what's going to approach you in, in such a crazy way that you, you may not be prepared for. So, like I tell my soldiers all the time, you know, we're packing for training or whatever the case is, you know, hey, what should I stuff in my rucksack? And I always tell them everything. And they laugh at me like, I can't pack everything. I'm like, dude, just pack everything. Whatever you think you don't need, pack that shit too. You know, and the uh, reason why is because you literally never know. You can get stuck somewhere, and then it's it's all about survivability, right? You know what? What do you know? Now we're challenging your 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 experience, your knowledge, and all this other stuff. And it's like what, whatever you came with is what you're gonna survive with. So I hope you brought some stuff, and that's 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 the fucking message here. So I hope you guys found this to be a little bit helpful, at least. Um, I will be uh, throwing more information out there. I'm trying to do uh, another episode this week if I get the chance to. Hopefully I do, but like I said, my daughter's not feeling like herself, so hopefully it's nothing serious. But um, if it isn't, then I'll, I'll jump back in here and I'll, I'll you know, throw another episode out there. But... Um, like I said, I hope you guys enjoyed this one. I hope you guys really took some notes here because it took me 30-something years to, <laughs> to get this part this far. So, uh, yeah, definitely take that advice, man. Pack a good bag, you know, and uh, be semper gumpy. Be flexible because this life is crazy, like I said. And, um, and I hope everybody has an amazing rest of the week and... Enjoy the weekends as much as possible. And please be safe out there. Like I told you, my little one's sick. And I don't know if it's because of COVID. And I, I don't want to think that way. But unfortunately, I, I have to think that way as a parent. So worst case scenario thinking, right? That's that's the way we have to treat everything. So just please, if you're out there, please wear a mask, face covering. I mean, preferably a, a N95 mask. But if you don't, just use a face covering in general. I mean... You can never be too safe. Keep washing your hands. Don't don't stop preparing yourselves for success when it comes to this stuff because it's not over. I don't care what anybody says. It's not over. We as human beings, we have to be cleaner now. And um, it's something that we should have done, you know, <laughs> since the beginning of time. But, you know, it took COVID-19 to, to wake us up and start being clean about everything. So... Please just realize the amount of bacteria on door doorknobs and door handles and all the touching points like the just please hand sanitize and preferably wash your hands. Don't ju- don't just use hand sanitizer. But um, well, look at me now. I'm like fucking. <laughs> oh, God, let me shut up. Just be clean. I love you guys. I'll see you next week.